This is a short bite episode of Homeschool Together. Hello and welcome to Homeschool Together Short Bite Edition. Today we're going to be talking about the love child of Domino's meets Carcassonne <laughs> called King Domino, um, made by Blue Orange. Yeah, uh, a game we've, company. we've reviewed before was Planet, uh, kind of a lovely little tile-based stick'em magnet game. Yeah, everything Blue Orange makes seems to be really good. It's really good. I mean, the, the quality of all their games that we've experienced has mm-hmm. been just stellar. Um, game pieces are really heavy duty. And today... We're going to talk about King Domino. This is a great game for building, matching, and then also abstract multiplication, where you mm-hmm. don't have to necessarily do numbers, but you understand that certain things allow your points to kind of scale and multiply. Yeah. Um, so what's really cool about it is on the back of all the tiles are numbers, and then the tiles are if you could think of like a an elongated carcassonne tile. Right. It's much, just like dominoes. Just like right? a there's, domino tile. There's two two sides to but it. Larger. But, I would say maybe like three inches by an inch and a half. Right. But these are pictures on either side rather than numbers. Of, uh, and they're they're very thick cardboard. Yeah. Um, and the pictures on them are different regions that you're building. in. the whole concept is you're building a kingdom. Um and so you've got your forest and water. There's wheat and mining. Yeah, wasteland and um, pasture. Pasture. So there's these different different types of terrain. And so while you are trying to match them, which is that same, that's that domino concept where yeah. you're trying to match. Um, in this case, the uh, you're trying to also match for greater points. The greater area that you can get of these different uh, terrain types the more points you score but where the challenge of the game is it's not like a a continuously growing game like scrabble or something like that where the heart of the challenge of the game is that they restrict your size to a seven by seven i think for a two player seven by seven seven by seven and in multiple players it's five by five five by five and and we should say that you are building your own so this is a great game um as far as player interaction goes it's not super high. There are they have an expansion that that brings in a little bit of cross playability, which we have. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that. Um, so so basically, in the game, four tiles are drawn. There are numbers on the back of the tiles to arrange the order that they'll that they will be turned over in. It's it's kind of a tile drafting situation, but depending who gets to go first depends on who was top of the pile on the last round. So the way that the tiles are numbered is tiles that are more lucrative have higher numbers mm-hmm. and more basic tiles have lower numbers. So for example, if I chose a lower numbered, more basic tile this round, that means I'm going to have a higher draft the next round and I'm going to get first choice. So I might take the tile that you know Matt wants, for example, that's the only level of player interaction is just the maybe There's you took the tile of, I wanted. A little bit of an auction system, sort of. Um, yeah. When you're making the choice. I want this no one. No bidding, it's a drafting. One. Yeah. Drafting. It's, it's yes. a tile draft. And so um, but yeah, you're you're limited to this grid. So I'm trying to draft a tile that's gonna work with what I already have set up. It's gonna maximize the size of my different regions. Um and stay within this five by five or seven by seven if I'm playing two players. Um, the fun thing, and, and Matt was talking about the the multiplication, the abstract multiplication, is that you actually don't get points for your regions unless you have crowns in that region. So some of the cards, and these are where you get into the higher number cards, uh, tiles, have uh, crowns on them. And each crown is worth one point for every tile 
in that region. Yeah, so that's a closed region, meaning they all have to be touching. So say, for example, we have I have six or eight tiles, and I have like five segments that are all water, and they're all touching, and I draw a water with a crown. I play it, I now have six points, because I now have six locations of water, and there's a crown. What's cool about it is if I draw another crown, and I play it adjacent right into that same region, it is now two times all the regions. So in that case, mm-hmm. it'd be seven regions times two. I now have 14 points. And so you can see how you can scale up your points. But again, the consideration has to be made. Do you continue to grow your region or do you then start to be strategic on the on the size, the seven by seven or the five by five area? Mm-hmm. Because if you make a wrong decision, it's going to be very difficult to close off your region. Does, and what will happen at the end is you'll have these open areas where you could not play a tile. You cannot play outside the region, so you will have to burn a tile if you can't actually mm-hmm. play it. Um, that, that can be kind of, kind of frustrating at the end. So you do have to make good decisions. At first, you're just kind of like building nice regions, but eventually you got to start thinking about, oh, I'm within this larger constraint, and I have to now make very strategic decisions based on you know what, what tiles are available. Right. Right. It's, it's a great one. It's one that we can, um, we can play with our daughter at this point. And now that she's five, uh, I wouldn't, she doesn't, of course she can't do any of the multiplication parts of it. No. Um, and she's a little bit of trouble staying into the, the square. So, uh, it's something she can play, but not fully understand. I think this game would be a lot better suited to, I would say seven and up. Was I think probably they, better. they recommend about eight and up, but I, I do think if you have a, a gaming kid who plays a lot of games, Seven, six, think, late six, early seven might be the earliest she can play could, this you with. you could do it. Yeah. Um, this is also a game that, you know, Ariel and I got for ourselves to play for mm-hmm. a while. I think I got it for you for Christmas because I did it win Game of the Year or did Queen yes, Domino? Yes. It, it, no, no. King Domino won King, Game of the Year. What game won Game of the Year? The, their Spiel Award. So, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a serious game. This is a seriously popular, well done. Right. The playability is off the charts. It won Game of the Year. This is like Best Picture nomination for... A movie, so think of it in the same way. So this is a seriously good game, mm-hmm. um, w- widely loved, widely you know hailed as a, uh, as enjoyable. Um, I also use this as a manipulative for our oldest when she was really young. Before we had the little one, we've been playing this for a few years now. Um, being able to just draw tiles, build shapes, draw tiles, build arrangements that she likes. She can even just like look at all the tiles and build something that she wants. Um, just the idea of matching and coloring, you know, color matching and things of that nature. The the colors are very vibrant, so it's like green, yellow, blue. Another great way to learn those those colors, learn the shapes, make squares and rectangles. I used it in that sense for a while. She just loves playing with the games and mm-hmm. and, the, and the things. We also have the expansion, which is the the ogre, the, the monster. It's called tower. Age of Giants. The giants. expansion where uh, you'll end up drawing some tiles that will put a giant onto yeah. yours, which basically covers a crown, so you don't get points for that, and you can end up throwing your giant over to somebody else's grid. So that's that's a fun variant. But, but um, it came in a in this kind of like. Um, castle tower yeah it has a, has a tower for you to you draw, tiles. draw tiles out of it's and she cool. loved playing with that because you can open and close it has yeah. these little built-in magnets inside the cardboard so it just sticks really nicely so she likes playing with that she loved playing with the characters and kind of telling little stories and stuff so if you were thinking about maybe this might be a good game to try with a younger kid and maybe they're not into it it's a really fun game to play with adults 
So you can always you can yeah. always do that. But then this is a very easy uptake game. Yeah. I mean, we we played this with we actually bought this for my parents for Christmas last year because they loved it so much when they came to visit us. Mm -hmm. um, we've played it with your parents. Uh, yeah. You could play this with great grandparents. It's it's very accessible. I think they go two to four with this game. Two to four people on this game. So right. Great little small. You can play group. five if you get the Age of Giants expansion. Yes, correct. And then there's also two a couple other things we want to mention. There is another game that's built on top of this called Queen Domino which is just more complex, more features, more things. So but it is standalone. It you is standalone. You could play it with this and make more for more players, but it is a standalone game if you get well, Queen Domino. We would recommend, you know, whether or not you like it, King Domino is actually a smaller, cheaper game. Yeah, I think it's like sub-20 bucks. Sub-20 dollars. It's, it's uh, very affordable. Yeah, so maybe not go right to Queen Domino. Try King Domino if you like it, then go ahead and get Queen Domino. Um, but also you you found out that on their website, they have some things for people who, to do at their home. Yeah, it's great. They actually have a, a print and play expansion for mm -hmm. King Domino on on their site called The Court. Um, we haven't actually tried it yet, but we will link it in the show notes for those But it's free. It's print and play. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's co totally free. They also have another two-player game. Uh, they have some really great player mats, which I think I'm actually going to print out. So they have a couple kinds of player mats uh, that have either the 5x5 five five or 7x7. Seven seven. I don't know if both are included or not, but I'll link them um as you can print it out you could laminate it something that you can know you're always staying within your your square which is one of the problems our daughter has had so that would be really great well, to be it, able it's to it's a challenge i think there. even for adults to remember oh seven by seven because it, it is it's honestly a challenge yeah a lot of too. times because if you do you realize you don't have to commit to the seven until you have seven across or seven up and down and so sometimes it's hard to see the visualization of, you know, it, which Where seven, do I stop my boundaries? Yeah, where do I want to stop that boundary and, and then go after what Yeah, I'm going the game after. starts with a little um, cardboard castle in the center of it, and you build around that castle. It's kind of like a wild space. It could take anything. But it doesn't have to be exactly in the center of your yes. your kingdom. So that's where Matt's saying that it's hard to, to tell until you get a few more tiles where you want the boundaries to be of the 5x5 five five or 7x7. Seven seven. So they have a, a play mat that you can print out and laminate they also have a, a coloring playing mat that if your kid wants to color it and then you could use that to play so some really great freebies on the blue orange website which i really appreciate we've invested in quite a few blue orange games and it's nice to see them have extra game goodies and things so we'll link all of that in the show notes if you already have queen uh, king domino um, or even Queen Domino, they'll, they'll still work. And uh, definitely, I, I would recommend this one highly. We've Everyone we've ever played it with, we've played it with our parents, we've played it with our gamer group. Yeah. It, everyone loves King Domino. It's just, it's so universal. Um, it The strategy is difficult. This is one where there's enough luck. There's Matt's a... the strategist of our gaming <laughs> pair here. Um, if you <laughs> wouldn't be surprised by his, his uh, math and physics background. But... Uh, you know, this is one where I frequently can win this game oh, yeah, because absolutely. there's enough luck in the draw and the way that you set yourself up, right? Because it, it is a blind draft. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't know what's going to be coming in the next um, four set of four tiles. So I've actually won a number of these games. Mm -hmm. So that this makes a great mix of strategy and luck, which is always a big hit in our household. And hopefully it will be in yours too. Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling!